It's Sunday, the 28th of August, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Deadly clashes broke out Saturday in Libya's capital between militias backed by its two rival administrations, pretending a return to violence amid a long political stalemate. At least 23 people were killed and 140 more wounded, the health ministry said. It added that 64 families were evacuated from areas around the fighting. The escalation threatens to shatter the relative calm Libya has enjoyed for most of the past two years. The oil-rich nation plunged into chaos following a NATO-backed uprising that toppled and killed longtime autocrat Muammar Gaddafi in 2011. Among the fatalities was Mustafa Baraka, a comedian known for his social media videos mocking militias and corruption. Baraka died after he was shot in the chest, said Malik Merset, an emergency service spokesman. He added emergency services were still trying to evaluate wounded and civilians trapped in the fighting that erupted overnight and continued into Saturday evening. In other news, exports of grain from Ukraine's southern ports have surpassed 1 million metric tons under a United Nations brokered deal with Russia that is held up for nearly one month even as hostilities rage elsewhere in the country. Officials from Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, and the United Nations signed the grain agreement in July following months of diplomacy aimed at enabling the passage of ships through the Black Sea to alleviate a global hunger crisis. Ukraine was, is, and will be among the guarantors of global food security, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky said in an address late Friday, hailing the million-ton milestone. Under the grain deal, Russia agreed to refrain from attacks on ships transiting a designated grain export corridor as well as three Ukrainian ports. Military officials from Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, and the UN are monitoring the deal at a special control center in Istanbul, and a team of inspectors checks all ships as they enter and exit the Black Sea port at Bosporus. The food crisis is one of the global ripple effects of Russia's invasion, which trapped millions of tons of food products in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Iran and Russia are forging tighter ties than ever as their international isolation drives the two staunch American foes toward more trade and military cooperation, alarming Washington. In July, Iran became the world's largest buyer of Russian wheat. This month, Russia launched an Iranian satellite into space in a rare success for Tehran's space program. And last week, Iran's military hosted joint drone exercises with Russian forces as the U.S. warns that Moscow is preparing to receive Iranian drones for use in the war in Ukraine. The flurry of activities show how the Ukraine war has accelerated efforts to bring together Russia and Iran, which have often talked of closer ties but with few results. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan recently called the burgeoning Russian-Iran ties a, quote, profound threat, end quote. Back in the U.S., intelligence agencies are conducting a damage assessment of classified documents recovered from the Florida residence of former President Donald Trump, according to Avril Haines, Director of National Intelligence. Separately, a federal judge in Florida on Saturday signaled she intends to appoint a special master to review documents seized at Mar-a-Lago at the request of Mr. Trump's lawyers. Ms. Haynes told lawmakers in a letter reviewed by the Wall Street Journal that her office would lead an intelligence community assessment of, quote, the potential risk to national security that would result from the disclosure of the relevant documents, end quote. And 
Thousands of people across New York State are rushing to apply for concealed weapons permits before a new state law that requires in-person training and a review of social media accounts takes effect Thursday. The number of people getting fingerprinted for background checks associated with pistol permits in the state this month has nearly tripled from August 2021 levels so far, according to the State Division of Criminal Justice Services. New York's lawmakers passed the new law barely a week after the U.S. Supreme Court in June invalidated the state's prior permitting rules, which required that applicants demonstrate proper cause and good moral character. A federal judge in Syracuse heard arguments Tuesday about whether to issue an injunction that could prevent the new requirements from taking effect. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter on themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.